want to say good morning and welcome to 2022. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live. That is SML Inside the Pages presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. This is Pastor Carl Henderson saying Happy New Year and wishing the best. You know, matter of fact, the best is yet to come. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 9 a.m., Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m., and on Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. And that's going to be transitioning, so I want you to be praying with us, and you know, as we come into the end of the book of Acts, as we complete that teaching, but I want you to know the Acts of the Holy Ghost begin way back in Genesis. We're living in Bible days. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. You know, the Bible says, and those that believe continue stead, uh, in one accord in the temple, breaking bread from house to house, eating their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Uh, with that being said, we're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord God, for another opportunity to stand, Lord Jesus, to kneel, to yield, to humble ourselves in your presence. Lord God, we honor you, Lord God, for your goodness. We honor you, Lord God, for what you have done and those things that you're going to do. Lord God, we walk with expectations, Lord. We walk, Lord God, looking unto you as the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, we pray and ask that you remember those that are bedridden, those that cannot be in service, Lord God, in their respective places because of ailments, Lord Jesus, conditions that are beyond their control. Lord God, but it's not without your notice, and we thank you, Father. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember, Lord Jesus, the finances of your people. Lord Jesus, those that are walking in obedience of your will. Lord God, bless them, Lord Savior. Lord Jesus, we honor you today, Lord God, for your goodness. We honor you for your grace in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we're going to be careful to give you the praise and to surrender ourselves unto you as your servants. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Lord God. At this time, we're going to have our opening scripture coming from Brother Donald. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Today's opening scripture will be Psalm, the entire Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God, attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been my shelter, a shelter for me, and a strong tower from my enemies. I will abide in thy tabernacle forever. I will trust in the cup, comfort of thy wings, Selah. For thou, O God, hast heard my vows. Thou hast given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. Thou wilt pro prolong the life the king's life and his years for many generations for he shall abide before God forever O prepare mercy and truth which may preserve him so will I 
sing praise unto thy name forever, that I may, may daily perform my vows. May the Lord add a blessing and a reading, and the hearers of the word have a blessed day. Certainly we thank and praise God for this is the day that the Lord has made and we can rejoice and be glad in it. We can magnify the Lord. As the writer said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us, let us together, you and I, you and him, you and her, uh, you together, let us magnify the Lord together. Let's all exalt his name. Let's lift him up. Let's bless the Lord for all that the Lord has done, for all that he's going to do. You know, there are some things that you may not have understood, and we certainly, none of us understand everything, but one thing we do understand and know, and that is the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We can enter into his gates with thanksgiving, enter into his courts with praise, and bless his holy name. The songwriter said, bless that wonderful name of Jesus. And that's what we're here to do. We're here to bless the Lord. We're here to magnify God for all he has done, you know, and we all can reflect back on what we have gone through. Some good days, some bad days. You know, there's been some hills to climb, but, uh, but out of all the things that we've been through, uh, there is still joy. And know that the joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is what's going to carry you over. The joy of the Lord is what's going to bless your soul and bless your mind. The joy of the Lord is what's going to keep you when you feel weak, when you don't feel like you can make it. It's the testimony of the Lord that you're holding on to, that you get happiness and joy out of. When you start thinking about what God has done, start thinking about what God will do. You know, he brought you through that to bring you into this. He brought you through situations to bring you into where you are today. And so at this time, we're going to go before the Lord in another a song of praise. Amen. And we're going to magnify the Lord. And then we're going to go into the word of God. I'm telling you, I hope your heart is prepared that you came with your fire lit. You know, you can't wait to walk to the altar and light a fire. You need to have your fire lit already. And so with that being said, let's magnify the Lord together. Let's exalt him. Let's lift him up above every situation. my 
bless your name, Jesus. Certainly the Lord is worthy of all of the worship, all of the praise, all of the glory. Have you told him that today? Have you told him that at all? Lord, you're worthy of worship. You're worthy of all the praise. You're worthy, Lord. Lord God, we're here to magnify you, Lord, to, to lift you up, to exalt you, Lord God, above every situation, to exalt you, Lord God, above all circumstances. Lord Jesus, we're here, Lord, to, Lord God, just to say thank you and to let you know that you're worthy of praise. I'm not going to bore your patience this morning, and certainly there's a lot in my heart you know, and, and I just thank God for his goodness and what he is doing in my life. And, and so I want to ask you, are, are you ready? Are you ready for this that is to come? Now, we've been in the book of Revelation on uh, uh, we're in the 11th chapter. However, I want to give you a reading assignment this morning, and that is Revelation 11, 1 through 10. And yet dealing with the sixth sound of the trumpet. And so want want you to pencil that in as a reading assignment through this week because we're going to touch. We're going to be in that on next Sunday. Lord, say the same. But this morning, I want to encourage your hearts with something. And, and so I uh, want to direct your attention or if, if, to your devices. Many have their devices. You know, these devices are really something else. And that is the book of Numbers, the 14th chapter, the 14th chapter, the book of Numbers, uh, 24th verse. You know, we don't have any excuses for, we, we have our phones with us. And certainly as we were laughing about this morning that if we leave that phone, we, we gonna bust a U-turn and go pick it back up. You know, I got in the car and uh, when the Bluetooth connected, it instantly told me that I had a 32 minute drive ahead of me. And I had not entered that information uh, that I recall at any time asking the phone app, but apparently it has recognized what my pattern is. And so, you know, we, we live, and, and I know this, you know, from my own experience and, and the fact of working as a data engineer, you know, what we're programming, what we're doing. But, you know, some things, those little things that you just don't pay attention to that you buy from other people. You know, I know what I'm asked to program, but, as far as when I'm going to buy something, you know, there are the capabilities and all that there is that exists with what you have in your possession is powerful. And, you know, we'll find it. It's in the word of God. We just didn't connect the dots of how uh, Daniel saw the increase of technology that the Bible said knowledge would increase. And he just didn't, you know, and, and we're in Daniel in the book on, on Tuesday, so I don't, I'm not going to go too far into that. But uh, also, you know, if those of you that are reading the book of Jeremiah, you'll, you'll understand some things that Daniel is dealing with. Just give you, gave you a little time to turn to the book of Numbers. And the, beginning at the 24th verse, and I'm going to read the 30th verse. So there's two verses I'll be reading. It says, but my servant Caleb, my servant Caleb. Because he had another spirit with him and hath allowed me fully, listen to what, this is a testimony here. My servant, Caleb, you want this kind of testimony in your life. 
You don't just want it, you can have it. You know, we love, all of us like a little praise. All of us like a little gratitude, and, you know, and uh, attaboy. We all like that. But you want God to give you that type of recognition. But my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit, uh, we, we talked about on Tuesday and Thursday, continuing on Thursday, that in, in 2022, if you're going to thrive, what you're going to receive, you're going to need, as far as in God's will, you're going to need to transform to an excellent spirit, a spirit of excellence. Because he had another spirit. He had another spirit. I'm not, we know we're not talking about a demonic spirit, but he had a, his mindset, his uh, character, his zeal and what he was looking for, his faith in God. The Bible said he had another spirit with him and he followed me fully. He followed me fully. In 2020, we can follow him fully. We can follow him in all that he says. And so the Bible says, him will I bring into the land where into he went and his seed shall possess it. The 30th verse says, doubtless ye shall not come into this land. Uh-oh. Somebody is being told that they're not going to come into the land concerning which I swear to make you dwell in. I've given you the word. I've told you what's ahead of you, what you can obtain. However, you have made it unattainable because of your actions, because of your thoughts, because of what you've done or not, have not done, because of what you have said you know, many times we say things in closed quarters, uh, not realizing that the eyes of the Lord go to and fro on the earth. And he's able to read lips, too, if you, if you didn't make a sound. He's able to read our hearts. There's nothing hid from him. And so concerning which I swear to make you dwell, you're not going to come into that land. This don't have to be you. But it's those that fit that, you know, as they used to say, if the shoe, uh, if, if the shoe fit, wear it. But you, you don't have to. If you make that bed, make, don't make the bed up like that. Change it. Fold them blankets down. Air it out. But get it right. Save Caleb, the son of Jephna, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Now, this is a new day. Uh, and so I want you to know that status quo is not going to work. It's not going to work. Status quo, as you know, means the way things are now is okay with you. And I'm telling you, it should not be okay with you. It means you are not looking for change. I'm looking for change because change can mean progress. As long as some people feel, as long as they get a little something, something, you know, I got a little something, you know, the Lord, uh, I got a little blessing, you know. I, I don't count everything as a blessing. Uh, hear me out. Everything is not a blessing sent from God. And I'm not going to stay there and dwell on that too much 
But I want you to know and understand that you need to be able to understand what is sent from God and what is not. What is attainable by your own uh, diligence. There's something Paul said, why hope for those things which your eyes see? If you can see it, it's obtainable. Whether it's education, whether it is a, a tangible substance, whatever it is, it can be obtained because you're able to see it. It Everything does not require faith, but it does require work. Somebody catch that. I hope you got your, your mitts on. It, everything don't require faith but it does require works. And even faith itself without what? Works. Without works is dead. So you got to do some work. Status quo, uh, the way things are and, you know, and not looking for change or, because you get a little something, uh, you know, can be our worst enemy. Uh-huh, status quo is settling for status quo is not going to help you obtain. Settling for status quo will leave you with a, a stay day, you know, a stay day and things staying the same. And instead of a payday, it's a state. It just remains the same. I'm not looking for things to remain the same. And I hope that you aren't either because God is progressive. I, you know, I, I heard the preacher say the other night, you're going to have to take some giant steps. You know, and so when you're not used to doing something, or if you are, it requires preparation. Now, all of us that are maturing know that things require preparation. And so we prep our children. We prep ourselves. We prep and prepare for what is needed. And so, uh, and for those things that even though we might already be associated or acquainted with it, we still prepare. That's what practicing is. You know, the singer practice because they're preparing. They're getting the vocal cords warmed up. Uh, the, and, and so whatever it is, you're going into a meeting, you prepare, even though you may already know what the material is, you yet prepare for that meeting. And so uh, you're, you make adjustments. We make mental adjustments. We make spiritual adjustments. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's not even our spirit that we're adjusting. We're adjusting for someone else's spirit because we know uh, those that we labor among. Maybe we make a physical adjustment. Preparation simply means to get ready. It is the act of gathering information, reviewing what you have. It is the substance that or undertaking for progress. When I, I get ready, you know, I, I like to play Dr. C in Hoop. We go play, you know, we go hit the court, but I have to prepare. Uh, when you're uh, going to into a meeting, you have to prepare. We have to prepare for everything else. It, it seems like we do diligence except for a few things. And so in our right mind, we do not step on the court, court of life, basketball court, the turf, football, any other, soccer, whatever else that we're going to do, 
uh, if we go on swimming, we prepare, we stretch and do things, you know, we get prepared. Let's not walk in this day by day, minute by minute, hour by hour, month by month, unprepared. You know, I, I mentioned Dr. C, and I, I, I but uh, he's about 5'10", and I'm 5'11". And he has this youth, this strength and agility, more elasticity, uh, you know, and and unless I stretch, and I, I mean stretch too, and you know, and I have to really stretch, you know, he'll get the advantage of me. And, you know, I have to make sure that I get some running time in and, and because he'll, if I don't, it won't be a challenge to him. But when I properly prepare, it makes him break a sweat. And he'll, and I may walk away with the game and he'll walk away because he, he doesn't like being losing a game, but, and he's ready. He'll be thirsty to play another game, but I know my limit is that I cannot, uh, without properly preparing, run that second or third game. Well, the Bible says it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, take only son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and give thee unto the land of Mara, get thee up there to the land of Mara, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass, took two of the young men with him, and Isaac his son, and cleaved the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went unto the place of which God had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes, and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto the young men, Abide ye here with the ass. And I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife and they went both of them together. Now, God had spoke to Abraham. Uh, unlike us, Abraham did not ignore God. He didn't ignore what the Lord was calling him or what the Lord had to say. He didn't put him on pause. He didn't put him on mute. He didn't put him on DNA. He didn't let him go to voicemail. But he answered and said, here am I. What is your response this morning? Abraham, I, I want you to take a giant step. This was a major step for Abraham. The son that you love, that relationship, that friendship, that thing you clave to, I need you to take a giant step and sacrifice it. Now, after some preparation and a few giant steps, Abraham could see the destination. After you make the preparation, the proper preparation, and take a few giant steps, you'll be able to see the destination. Abraham took his preparations, uh, his preparations. See, Abraham was aware there were some things that he had to do. And so in taking a leap and taking a step in faith and taking major steps, there's preparation that you must also do. You can't just say, I'm going to take a giant step for God and not prepare. 
You can't say I'm going to live by faith and not be prepared. You can't say I'm going to do for and not be prepared. Prepare, be prepared. Abraham was prepared. The Bible said that he took the fire. So the fire was already lit when he was going to make the sacrifice. When you're coming in to make the sacrifice, you need to have your fire already lit. Uh, and, and so with each step that he took, he made sure that that fire did not go out. You have to make sure that nothing puts your fire out. It, it takes time to get that fire burning and get it to the right temperature to burn that sacrifice. It takes time to gather the right amount of wood uh, for that sacrifice. And so the step and steps you take is bigger than uh, what Neil Armstrong of the U.S. had said. He, he took a small step for man and a leap for humanity. Well, Abraham took a giant step and all humanity was blessed for the word of God. Tell us that through his seed, uh, nations would be blessed. The Lord told him and said that as the stars, uh, you can't number the stars and you can't number the sands of the sea. Uh, that's how many people are going to be blessed. And so the step that he took, the giant step uh, you take is going to bless the person next to you. It's going to bless the person that you come in contact with. It's going to bless your family members. It's going to bless whomever will and willingly receive the blessing. Uh, the person behind you, the person watching you will be blessed because of the steps that you take. Well, the children of Israel uh, was a religious nation. Uh, they were delivered by God. Uh, they saw miracles by the hand of God. They believed in God but not enough to take the steps God had asked them to take, except for Joshua, uh, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephna, uh, the kinsnot. And so Caleb heard what was being said. Caleb was listening attentively. Caleb was meditating on the things that he heard, uh, and he had a grip on the word of God. I heard the writer say, that word have I hid in my heart. I'm meditating on it. I'm thinking about it. I have it reserved uh, in, a, in a place within my soul. I'm holding on to every instance of what is being said. And so he had a grip on the word uh, that he heard in the beginning. And he was, so therefore he was steadfast. He wasn't being influenced by everybody. He wasn't allowing the pew preachers. He wasn't allowing the people on the job. He wasn't allowing the backslider. Uh-huh, those that say, I don't need to go to church uh, to be saved. Those that, that stop going to church. Uh, those that have gone a different direction. Uh, they're out the will of God. And, and so uh, you need to understand that, uh, that you need to be steadfast. That's what the word of God says. It says be steadfast. And it says be unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. And so Caleb was one of those that was steadfast. He was unmovable. Uh, he was abounding in the work of the Lord. Uh, he knew that his steps were not in vain. Uh, unlike the church in the wilderness, Joshua and Caleb reminded uh, themselves it is time to take a step forward. You got to remind yourself and maybe you need to remind somebody else. Uh, they might get offended in what you say, but that's all right. You ought to tell them to take a step forward. Uh, you got to tell them you're going to have to take a big step. Uh, you can't keep taking these little baby steps. Uh, you can't keep taking these little uh, uh, little skips and trots, but you're going to have to take a big step in order to make some progress. Uh, when you get the filling for a Kit Kat bar, uh, when you get the jingle for a Pringle, 
uh, when you want to take a funion break. You got to remind yourself that it's time to take a giant step forward. 40 years, uh, uh, Caleb said, I, I, I've been with, uh, with you guys. It has been 40 years. And I, uh, Moses uh, was the pastor, uh, the servant of the Lord, sent me down into Kadesh Benar, uh, the spy out the land. And so uh, I went and I brought word again. And it was in my heart. Uh, nonetheless, the brethren, everybody that went down with him didn't come back with the same report. But Joshua and Caleb came back and they said, we're well able to take the land. Uh, we can take those steps. Uh, we can take a step in victory. We can take a step in assurance that God will go with us, that God will go before us. But everybody didn't feel the same. And they brought back a bad report. Uh, but jo Caleb said, I, I've wholeheartedly followed the Lord. Can you testify and say that today? that I'm wholeheartedly following the Lord. Uh, maybe in 2021, you didn't wholeheartedly follow him, but this is a new day. This is a brand new day. And so today and moving forward, I'm gonna wholeheartedly follow the Lord. I, Caleb said, I did what the pastor said to do. Uh, in 20, you're gonna have to do what the pastor said to do. And, and so it may not line up with what you wanted, to, wanted him to say. But you're going to have to, if you're going to be blessed, if you're going to live saved, if you're going to reap the benefits of the word of God, you're going to have to follow what the pastor said. I believe the power of God. Now, then let me clarify something here. Uh, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. And so if the pastor is not following Christ, then you have a way out. But you better get with somebody that is. And so I believe the power of God. Uh, that's what Caleb was saying. I believe the power of God. And so we have a can-do spirit. We can overcome uh, those that are in the land. I followed the Lord. I was meticulous with the Lord. I, I, every I to the I and T to the T. And now uh, ought, you ought to give God. Uh, he said, and now, uh, now, right now, in this present moment, uh, I, I'm acknowledging what I know that I've done. I've lived with a clear conscience. Uh, I've lived according to the word of God. I held on to the testimony of the Lord. I've held on to the things that I saw God do. And now we've crossed over. We've crossed over into 2022. And now uh, he have kept me alive. He have allowed us to see this day. He've allowed us to enter into this time. And so I'm a little older today. Uh, I may not be as old as some. But I'm a little older today, and I'm a little wiser today. And now, therefore, he said, give me this mountain. I remember what God said. And so now I'm, I'm declaring and I'm asking for the blessing that God has placed upon me. Now, therefore, give me this mountain. Wherefore, the Lord spake in that day, for thou heardest in that day. Now the Anakins were there, but it didn't matter. I'm still going to go and take the land. It don't matter who's there. It don't matter who's interviewed before me. It don't matter who said what. It don't matter what and how, but I'm here now. And you and God is with me. I'm walking in his steps. I'm being carried over and I've been brought into this position. And so now I'm here and ready to take the land. The cities were great. 
I'm looking at greatness. I'm looking at what's been fenced in. I'm looking at what's been said is unattainable and saying that I'm well able to take the land. If God be with me, I'm going to take the land. So then I shall be able to drive them out, said the Lord. I'm going to drive out doubt. I'm going to drive out despair. Oh, my God. When you go to that interview, when you go to that business meeting, when you go into, into the situation, you're going to drive out doubt because you're taking a step. When you go into the situation, you're going to drive out fear. You're going to drive out whatever was there before you, whatever situation that was built up before you arrived. You're going to make them feel better. You're going to make them feel confident in you. And you're going to give that glory to God. Lord, they saw me. But we know what they really saw was your presence. We know what they really saw was obedience to your word. We know what they really saw was your greatness that was illuminating me. We know what they really saw was your power being displayed. My God, bless your Lord. You're going to have to take some steps this year. Bless your name, Jesus. Well, the Bible tells us in numbers. It says the Lord said, I have pardoned according to that word. But as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all those men which have seen my glory and the miracles which I did in Egypt in the wilderness have tempted me now these 10 times and have not hearkened to my voice. That's not your testimony. That's not your testimony. This is the Lord talking about what they did. This is the chief. Uh, this is what the Lord said, what they did. And he said, surely then shall uh, not, they shall not see the land which I swear unto their fathers. Neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. But my servant, but my servant, my servant. I I'm leaving that blank because you need to put your name there. My servant, my servant, uh, you know, uh, he mentioned Caleb, but, you, but I I'm leaving that open. My servant, because he had another spirit. He didn't have a confrontational spirit. He didn't have a doubting spirit. He didn't have a spirit that a no can do. He didn't have a spirit of, well, I got to go and ask. Let me let me text my friend and see what they have to say about it. Uh, he didn't have that kind of spirit. Let me go and Google uh, Mr. Google and see what he have to say about it. Uh, let me see what they're saying about it uh, on Facebook, TikTok, and, and Twitter. And, you know, let me let me take a look and see what's being said, you know, Snapchat. Let me take a look and see what, what someone else. But he had uh, another spirit. And he had followed me fully. He didn't follow what the social media was saying. He didn't follow what everyone, but he followed me. He followed me. Do, do, do we have followers of God? That's what... He followed me. Him will I bring into the land where into he went. And his seed shall possess it. No, doubtless ye shall not come into the land. He goes on to tell them that, that you're not going to make it in unless you have a different spirit. You're not going to make it unless you change your mind. You got to transition from where you are. You have to move out of that spot. You have to move from where those thoughts reside. Well, I have friends and I love them. Oh, my gosh, we've been friends all these years. And, you know, I've grown up with them. We BFFs and all of that kind of stuff. And But yet maybe they don't have 
the mindset that you have when it comes to serving God? Do they have that mindset that for God I live and for God I die? If they don't and you hanging, uh, the Bible said corrupt uh, communication, evil communication, corrupt good manners. It's going to plant a seed in you. And that seed eventually is going to keep getting water. Uh-huh. It's something about the weight of a thing that brings corruption, the stress of it. Because if you're not pulling them in, they're pulling you, they're trying to pull you out. There is a difference in believing in God. Many say, I believe in God. And that statement means that, Ta-da! you know, angels singing, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> that was my best impression. But what they're saying is that I'm all right because I believe in God. Belief in God does not, means, does not mean obedience. Belief in God does not mean that I'm following him. Many receive blessings. Look, the 5,000 was fed, the, the 4,000 was fed, men, women, children, uh, you know, people was healed, but it did not say that they were saved. It didn't say that they, they, they walked into salvation and became sanctified. It didn't say that they were, they, they all of a sudden they changed and became about this life. The Bible don't say that. It just said that they received of God. We get prayer requests all the time. Pray for us. this person is sick. Pray for that person. It doesn't say nothing about their soul salvation. There, I have yet to hear some testimonies that, that God delivered me and, and now I'm I'm, maybe that was the watering. Maybe that was the planting of seed. But sometimes when I see the same names over and over again, it makes me wonder. There's a resistance that's there. There's not an obedience. You don't want everybody that, because you believe in God, don't mean that your prayer. Well, I prayed. It don't mean that prayer was answered by God. Not sovereign God. Oh, my God, I'm, I'm into another area. It don't mean it was answered by sovereign God. You better hear what I'm saying. You want sovereign God to answer the prayer. You don't want the prayer to be answered by a God. Mm -hmm. Many have prayers that are being answered by a God. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop with that. I'm going to leave that for you to think about for a moment. But listen. We've crossed over and it's a new day. And to, to receive what God has for you, you're going to have to make that change. You're gonna to have to stop, not take baby steps, ministers, pastors. You're gonna to have to make some giant steps. Uh-huh. And so with that being said, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy. Thank you, Lord God, for the short exhortation this morning, Lord God, and as we prepare to go into a second service, Lord Jesus, to exhort your word, I ask that you would go before us. Lord God, bless your people, those that have heard the word, Lord, to 
embrace your word, to live by your word, to be governed by your word, Lord God. I pray and ask that you would bless those that are obedient, stir up the hearts of the backslider, Lord Jesus, that for the saving of their soul, Lord God, those that we are witnessing to, those that we are reaching out in the outreach, Lord God, that you would bless them, Lord Jesus, and Lord Jesus, and uh, uh, save, Lord, save souls. We ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll be careful to give your name the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you don't have a church home, I want you to know that if you are in the the Southern California area, the Inland Envire, we, we are not far from you. Uh, look forward to you. Just stop in and say hello. If you are not in the area of the Inland Empire, and you know, we live in community times, people drive wherever they want to go. And I know that we have good food here. And so you go with good food that there is. And so uh, find a church home and follow what God has to say. God bless you. Continue to pray for us as we're praying for you in Jesus' name. I belong 
Think about his goodness. Think about how he has blessed you. He said, my thoughts of you are good. Bless you, Jesus. <laughs> 